This is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P O D D Y. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene Pearl and Danny. And we're so pumped you tuned in again. And we love you. And we love your kids. And we love your kitchen. And we love your life. Hey. But not your cats. Why not? I, I love, love their, their cats. cats. I love. Uh, Danny's a cat person. Don't be a cat hater, you hater. Serene. Look at all these haters. Oh, yeah. Hey, before Hating we on go on and you need to get those issues of hate worked out, Serene, I want to make us to make a pact. I actually don't have hate. I just don't want to be false and say love for the cats. Okay, mm. well, but there was no reason to. You know how mum and well, he mama was and dad kitchen, brought and us up. Imagine the cats lurking how around the kitchen ma- and like sniffing under their um, dishwashers Serene, and stuff. How did mm. our parents bring us up to say, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all? Let me tell you yeah, something, though, Zen, that, Zen Captain. Um, <clears throat> a cat is the most spa-like animal you could own. The Very thing will spa-like. get onto yeah. you. It will lay on your yeah, belly chest. Yeah, that's not spa-like. They get onto you. But yeah, but here's what they do. Think about it. Imagine, okay, forget about a cat. Imagine if there was a device that you could lay Ooh. on your torso. Oh, I have that, a beautiful baby. Okay, it, those are good too, but but it can't do this. The device starts vibrating mm-hmm. and it makes this Purring. very zen-like sound. Oh, my baby's purr. Yeah. They love me so much. So good. But <laughs> does your baby then create <laughs> the most Asian Zen-like <laughs> acupuncture experience? <laughs> That's true. With the, we call it they making bread. Doing... But they start to do the little claw where they uh, just claw in. That, that to you're, me is like, it'll get heal your body. off me, you crazy. Serene, it'll you're actually your body. going against science. Danny's right here. They say that if, they, if you are- they? The they. You don't know who the they is. We've discussed the they before. The aliens. Yeah. They say that if you are a cat lover, you have to be a cat lover. But if you embrace the cat- Yeah. The cat, when it does these things to you, lowers cortisol, but like no, my zunkle. But I bet you, if they if they had a mother and her baby, yes. what would lower cortisol more? And then that same mother putting her baby in a corner and then picking up a it's cat. Not babies but versus cats here. Literally, but it what is I was going to say. Head. Literally, right. what I was going to say. There's not enough space for cats in All my right. home. Right. Well, keep your cat hating to your own corner. I didn't say hate. I just you was, did. But anyway, open we about did the no not love. I didn't say hate. take these people's potty time to talk about cats. Not on our watch. I do want to make us to make a pact today because we have totally been slackers. We're backslidden from the superfood spotlight. And our mamas are like, bring it back. And so we keep saying we're going to bring it back, but we don't. But we're not like rearranging the like whole Baptist approach of everything like in its box and doing it first. And now we? you hate the Baptist. I love the Baptist. Oh my goodness. I love the Baptist. Serena, it's Probably not Baptist first no, baby. I love the Baptist. I was just saying, I was using it as a joke. Hey, I love the Baptist. Probably 32% of our listeners are good Baptists. Good old, Baptist. good old John the Baptist and all the Baptists. I love the Baptists. Hey, I've been baptized a couple of times. <laughs> Both times were equally as special. <laughs> the only reason I did it twice was because I went to Israel and I had to do it in the sea, the, you know, in the Jordan. Well, and you wanted right? to go to because heaven. Because it was like a real, no, I already knew I was going to heaven. Oh, okay. But listen, hey, listen, all seriousness aside, I love me some Baptists. Okay. Yeah. Pearl, you know, I've gone sung the hymns in some Baptist church, had some invitations okay, back in our has been days. Saying? I was trying to make a pact that we bring no, the superfood spotlight back. No, but we can't do the superfood spotlight first. We no, can't rearrange the, the schedule. That's right. hymn number 23. We've got to begin with the first hymn. <laughs> okay. Now let us begin. Danny Baptist. Our Father no. great and awesome. No, Baptists are very happy. Our dad would have said, Danny, you can make fun of many things. Oh, but, not, but the not the hymns. Don't make fun of the hymns. Also, the Sorry. Baptists are very hip these days. They have the like, especially at the at the churches at the pulpit. Yeah, they have like hip stuff, like stack stone, 
They have like hip pulpits. What Pinterest pulpit? What? Yes, and oh, they I do see. hip music with electric guitars and drums. So you're hey, a little bit off there, Danny. All we right. just have backing tapes at our mm-hmm. church at the at the hilltop, the basement. Right? No, it's just like the streamed, the streamed music, and we, you know, yeah. But the rabbit trails are going very deep right they now. They run deep. Yeah, but. Yeah, but the point being, though, is, is that you I do love church in your too. basement. No, 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 I'm oh. not against the hymns. I wasn't, you know, <laughs> against the hymns. <laughs> I don't love the tunes, but I love the words. I love the tunes. The tunes don't do the much hymns. for me. Come on, I get the exhausted because there's lots of like different <laughs> arpeggios and different like. All right, favorite hymn of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man, it's um, too hard. It's too hard. I already got mine. Okay. I know mine. Hold on. Hold on Christ on. the Solid Rock, I stand. Oh, no, no, no. That's been overdone. No, but I love that. <laughs> it's uh, only on the hilltop. Your favorite hymn is overdone, just so you know. Oh, man, that's good. Fairest Lord Jesus. Fairest Lord Jesus. Ruler and so forth. Okay, Danny. But on Christ the Solid. Come on, Danny. Rock I stand. See, how can you beat that? Uh, what about it as well with my soul? It's a great one too, but not my favorite. But then you get all the different harmonies it and the people really well. putting on the operatic for that one. Yeah. I Everybody like kind of gets it like out of like this experience, and they kind of get a little showy during it as well. <laughs> oh, you ever yeah. notice that? All totes. It's even like me. You, yeah, you hear it soaring over, and like way in the back, you're like, <laughs> and that's what, you're like, who in the world? <laughs> you always turn your neck on yeah, this one. Yeah, you do. What's and then your, your voice own? breaks, and then you're really uncomfortable because it was the, it was the big old. Hey, you. <laughs> and have you ever been surprised just... by a shofar? Man, I was standing in church one day. You were at a hip church because oh, only man. the hip church has shofars. Oh, they had flags and shofars, <laughs> and I was standing there, and I'm, you know, it started to get kind of like intense, like E yeah. minor chord kind of yes. stuff. And the guitarist is like one one. They're building this moment, and then all of a sudden, like a couple rows back, I thought like the rapture <laughs> was happening because I hear for the first time in my experience. And hey, I'm, that like, must be the first time because the chauffeur doesn't sound like that. Come on, Pearl, do the shofar. No, I don't know it very well. So. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, burr, burr. It's a much, it's much louder and deeper. Well, when it's in your earpiece, that sounds like a dog. Yeah, that was bad. My favorite hymn. Okay, and then we go to the store. But luckily, Psalms hashtag Leslie co-producer's not here. Yeah. In Christ Let's alone. Hear. In Christ alone. In Christ alone. Do you notice that's how the beat yeah, of, her, but of that's her piano playing? A modern hymn. Okay, in Christ alone, um, I think was an ancient, not ancient, an old-fashioned hymn, and I think they've revved it up. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it was Azusa Street. Yeah, it's a modern hymn, and I love the out. modern hymn, which is too. like 1906 or something. Oh man, there's so many. I need the every hour. Come oh, on. Oh yeah, I love. I need the every hour. I needed the every hour this morning. Yeah, and that's why I came and you called me the Zen like creature because I was yeah. having just a deep breath before we started this party because. Well, it ten was children. Lots of homeschooling with those ten children. <laughs> it was getting real at the home Homeschooling side. is the hardest thing of motherhood. Okay, I look back because mine are in one, um, two graduated, one, two and a half graduated. He's just got a couple of subjects left. He's done a couple of months, so almost half three of graduated. One of your kids graduated. Three, almost three graduated. Two left. There. So hold on, that means two graduated. <laughs> the third did I not. Five. She got well, five. He's almost graduated. He's in his last year, last couple months. Oh, okay. Okay, and then the last two, they're being tutored. I have nothing to do with it but saying good on you, little Johnny, even though they're not called little Johnny. All right. I know. I call I it. I look back at the years of homeschooling. I promise you there's a trim healthy topic coming soon. But for all the homeschooling mums, 
kudos to you. For Slap you. yourself You're on amazing. the back. You're incredible. And we're coming out with a Trim Healthy Homeschool curriculum and it's not boring. But man, the other day, Serena, and you're still in the thick of it. <laughs> but guess what? you got to have the him. I need the every hour. Guess, yeah, I was in the every second. But guess what today's potty is about? What? And it's going to help me with all mm. my cat's hatred and all that stuff <laughs> and, and, and my homeschooling need for patience. It's such a – when you hear this, you're going to be like, oh, great. They're, they've pulled me in with all these rabbit trails and here I am and they've put on this boring topic for me. No, this topic is so needed. It's one of those ones that can't be preached enough. Thankfulness. Yeah, we did a whole party on that. You better be good here. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't do more? it. We didn't do it justice for now. Okay. It was back for those months and now it's now. Let me just start with a quote. Okay. Oh, I'm going to bring some scriptures today because that's on. what I do with the PK. It's time and PK-ness. you look like you need them. But um, <laughs> but I'm going to start with a with a with a quote just for the hashtag Pasam people. Okay, for Meaning, the, you know for all the non-believers. Yeah. The Leslie's crowd. Just for the new peeps in the room, we have a co-producer here who, you know, she she isn't one of the Baptist pew sitters. No, and uh, and, we and love all this her. Christian talk sounds like Japanese and Chinese yeah. to her. So you know, she, she calls still the psalms pisams. She she says pisams. She loves our bodies. So gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. Ooh, that's by good old Doris Day. Wow. Okay, so for all of you unbelievers out there, I gave you some Doris Day. Yeah, okay. turn to Doris Day chapter. <laughs> Who yeah. is Doris Gratitude, Day? Gratitude, I didn't know. Oh, my my producer um, oh, John here, Doris he is. knew, but I forgot. She's what he an said. American superstar, beautiful lady. Lo- you you couldn't help but love her, and, and she was beautiful. She was probably a Baptist. Oh, and like an old older. She probably got this from sitting in the Baptist church your whole. I bet. Like she probably Serene's like, sucking up to the Baptist now, but keep gratitude going. I love is it. riches. Let's just think about that. Gratitude is riches. Yes, it, it didn't is. say riches as riches. Oh. Are riches. Riches aren't necessarily riches. Gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. And I was reading this book the other day, and I won't be able to quote it properly, but it was talking about how gratitude and thankfulness can take an ordinary meal, like maybe it's of a crust of bread and water in prison. I don't know. Mm. An ordinary meal and make it a feast. It can take an ordinary imperfect man and make him a hero oh come on let's talk wives about our husbands right yeah and it can it can take an ordinary day and make it a memorial a memorable memory that's just a stepping stone in your life that's what thankfulness can do you know another one that i i absolutely love is um appreciation can make a day even change a life. Your willingness to put it into words is all that's ne- necessary. Margaret Cousins. I don't even know who she is either. But isn't that interesting? She's probably a Baptist. The only thing you need is to put it into words, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we're going to, before I get the scriptures out, I just want to just pull it down just for our other Pasam hashtag people. Oh, okay. Into just the everyday journey for Trim Healthy Mama. Mm. Gratefulness. Like so, so maybe it's it's a tough road for you. Maybe in the past you've called yourself a turtle before you learned about positive <laughs> labels and all that kind of stuff. And, and and maybe you have it harder. Maybe you know. Um, maybe maybe you're in a wheelchair. Maybe you've got situations that make your situation just totally. Um, and when you view other people, like oh, I I could complain. I have a right to complain. No, but gratitude can change that whole thing around and make your journey not only easier to do, 
but make it full of riches. And like, so, so maybe, maybe you've got 200 pounds to lose. What are you thankful for? Maybe you're thankful for the fact that those are 200 and healthy pounds and you're not 70 pounds with cancer <laughs> mm-hmm. in the hospital, like absolutely skin and bone. Mm. I mean, maybe those are 200 pounds of jolly, good, healthy happiness. Mm. You know, and you want to lose to get like even, you know. Usually at 200 pounds, the, the health is declining. Yeah, but, I know. But, but if you don't have a great You're not disease, wasting you're away blessed. as Jewish concentration yeah, camp people. Exactly. There's still things to see. There's still ways to see to, to kind of clean the glass off, the lens yeah. off, and not necessarily change your circumstances right now because we necessarily can't necessarily like wave a magic wand and the change right now. I mean, miracles yes. totally happen for now, now, now. But you Usually there's, there's a harvest of those miracles, yes, right? harvest. So it's just changing the perspective to be able to enjoy the journey. So in the practical ways for your diet. Now, and what about in the practical ways for your marriage? It's, you know, it's so easy to fall into that complaint situation, you know, about, about our spouse or about our situations, our finances or whatever. But, you know, that he's not. Uh, I mean, I do. I have done that. Been guilty. He's not. Oh, I, he's just not my everything right now. My, like, he's not completely making me happy. Bah humbug! How terrible that he's not doing that. Right. You know, you can look in that, or he's really not the man he used to be, is he? You know, look at him. He looks tired, man. I remember when you know he'd do this and that. All these things you can focus on anyone rather than flip it. Yeah. To say flip it. Look at my man. The I don't even know how he loves me this much. Yeah. He has a love that's better than my love for him. His yeah. love for me, it, it's it's not this conditional thing. It's it's just it's there constantly. Usually always. with women, I feel like there's more conditions. Well, we think more. Yeah, we think more about our relationships. My husband just knows he loves me, and he just lives it. And maybe he's <laughs> not perfect because hey, he's we're humans. We are not God. Now we try. To be like him, yeah. but we're not him, and yeah. and 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 we're going to fall. But but it's it's a matter of a of the heart. And when you see um, your husband having a beautiful heart, some of the 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 jerky things he does yeah. can just fade away when you look at what to be thankful for. Hey, wow, he's His got an heart amazing is heart. Good toward like, me. Just think of our husbands right now. But mm. I could complain and say, oh, look at Pearl going on a cruise for her birthday. Oh, what did they do two weeks ago? Oh, oh, oh. Go to Miami to the beach. Oh, and what did they do three weeks ago? Oh, look what he does. He does it all to bless her. And I could go storming around my house and say, when was the last time you took me on a date? Blah, 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 blah. But Mm -hmm. my husband writes me poetry. Right. I could be saying, instead of seeing what he doesn't do, I could say, my husband writes me poetry. What man writes a woman poetry these days? these days. Come on. And then my sister Vange. She could complain about a lot of things too, but she I'm could. just talking about the threesome of yeah. our sisterhood right here because, you know, it's it's the, we all the, have the different husband and wife relationships I kind of know the most yes. closely. So I could say she could have a lot of things to complain about, but then I'm like, oh, she has the husband yeah. that is so doting on her. It's like, Vange, I see you need a nap. <laughs> yeah. I am going to stop it. everything I'm doing, stop my work, come home. I'm going to make every child quiet, even if I lock them all out of the house and make them a hut so that they can play Lego <laughs> and outside yeah. and insulate the hut outside so that they can never come in for two days. So all you have to do <laughs> is sleep and rest. Rest, yeah. my beloved wife. <laughs> okay, so she could complain, but she's got that. 
And so we have all these wonderful things. We can look at the riches of the situation. All of a sudden, we're not poor me wives. We're not poor me trim healthy mamas. Oh, look, I've got the most to lose in my in my mm-hmm. you know trim healthy um, Facebook page group, whatever. Yeah. It's all about how you view it. You and flip it, Serene. You flip it. Okay, I love what you said, Pearl, flip it. Because oftentimes when we when I have fear come in, because, you know, it's been something that's been a stronghold in the past for me. And one day I realized, okay, so fear is lies. Yep, fear are, fears are lies. So what I'm going to do is flip those lies because that will be the truth in my life. Mm. So if the devil says something to me like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, opposite is true, and I'll just totally flip it immediately. But that's so true with with complaining, right? If we're doing something negative, is that God's way? Nap. So flip it, and then that will probably be God's way. The scripture coming to my head right now, and mom grew us up with the scripture. I love your English. Mom grew us up. Mom grew up. Mom reared us up. Do all things without grumbling. Do all things without complaining. And this shows that you're children of God. And so, you know, mom would say, clean your room, girls. And I'm like, well, mom, do we have to? It's like, do all things without grumbling. And so, you know, now I find myself telling that to my children. But it's so true in our journeys, in our trim, healthy mama journey. Just let's take it because that's what this potty's about. Are we grumbling? If we are, let's flip it. And like Serene says, let's find the things to be grateful for because then we've had a whole party on this. What does gratitude do? We talked about the health benefits. Yeah. It completely rearranges your health. It, it lowers your cortisol. I mean, it heals you. Yes. I remember once like being totally, um, totally locked out of my house once, you know, mm-hmm. just like uh, – uh, something happened and, and 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 the husband locked the door and he didn't think I'd be back the yet husband. from the errands. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and just being stuck outside and blah, 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 and it was cold. And, blah, 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 blah. and I just remember thinking I could sit here in total misery and ruin this whole afternoon for me and my children. Or I could be like, we could have had an accident on the way home. We could have, with all the could have, could have, could have. And look, we're just sitting here all alive. Mm-hmm. All, all totally blessed. Going to sit in a warm, cozy house tonight. We're going to really appreciate it more because we're freezing now. And just, it's just nothing changed but the perception of thanks. Yeah, Danny, you, you ever say something before we? Because you've been sitting here and just, and you are part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, Danny. Well, you are part. When we're thankful for you, Danny. When the water's flowing, I shall not cork it. Okay, so while the water's flowing, <laughs> she, she's right. Happy you're to get welcome back in to just br- let your river rush in, right? Yeah, but I, the flow. I, um, I dare not, um, you know, I dare not stack rocks in the center of the stream. Carry me away. The jobs, good old jobs, and ease. Yeah, that's good. You can keep going on your scriptures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. This is a huge one, and into his courts with praise. Where is that found, Serini? Oh, that one. Um, Psalm. That Psalms. One, yeah, probably Psalms. Um, that one probably. I didn't write down. The I'm not really great at the, uh, what do you call Reference. it? The references. I just know the scripture, but yeah. I've never been great at the references. But um, enter his gates with thanksgiving. So we, we, we want to go through a lot of doors in our lives, don't we? Yeah. But a major door would be to get into God's door, right? That's pretty, that's pretty like the probably the hardest door to get into, right? You mean? God's door into his gate. Oh, right. Yeah. And how to get into his gate is Thanksgiving. Wow. Like, and so, so we want him in it. We want his presence in our life, right? We want his presence in our day. We want him, his presence every hour. I need the every hour. But how can we get there if it's like, oh, boy, 
can't stand this home. I'm sick of being in this trailer home and all these children around me and they're, now they're hungry again. Why do they have to be hungry again? <laughs> and I can't believe another math assignment I'm going to do. Blah, blah, blah. Every day is the same. And my husband's off at work in the air conditioning office and he gets quiet and he gets me. When he gets home, I'm going to spew all the stuff at him, right? How can we have God's presence? Because we can't enter into his gates with complaints. Hmm. How can we have him in our lives? We can't. We can't. Yeah. So interesting. And then I love it. It's a sacrifice of praise. It you is. You know, Psalms 50. There I go. I'm good actually with the reference up there right there. It's verse 23. The one who offers thanksgiving as a sacrifice glories, glorifies me. And that's so true. It's sometimes it is a sacrifice. It doesn't come naturally. It's mm. not. It's something that we actually have to do like maybe a little workout. And yeah. we're so like, okay, I'm going to work out my muscles because it's good for me. But we really don't care about working out our our. Our, our gratitude muscle we just want to ha- let it all hang out and be grumbly griping you know but uh i love this too i just love this um god's never ending mercies we have so many things to be thankful for because the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they're new every morning great is your faithfulness the lord is my portion says my soul so okay say we have nothing else in life and our portion is not as good as our, as the Joneses. Hmm. But the Lord is my portion. Yeah. Right? The Lord is my portion. And so we everybody, everybody has something to be thankful for. So because true. the Lord is my portion. And even when he leads us through the valley of the shadow of death, Danny, you've gone through your bathrobe experience in the last month. The robe experience. <laughs> yes. That's my next upcoming album. <laughs> but he was your portion. He 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 brought you through and you had you had you had him by your side. You had you still had thankfulness to to look back upon and see, you know. And um, I love this pearl. And you touched upon it too earlier on. Um, you know, don't grumble. You said, "Mum grew us up with that scripture." But in Thessalonians, it says, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you." Give thanks in all circumstances. Colossians four two. Devote yourselves to prayer. Being, uh, I love this. Being watchful and thankful. Now that was it. That was key. When I read that this morning, I'm like, freak out. You can't just be thankful. You have to be watchful and thankful because you got it. It's so easy to take things for granted. You have to look out mm. to be thankful. Yeah, that's so true. You know, otherwise we just steam plow through our day and we can't find anything to be thankful for. You have to step back to smell the roses and be watchful and thankful. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. You know what I always say to um, my friends when they're, and I have, I'm no better. I have, someone needs to say it to me from time to time, but something I'm fond of saying that is kind of a gratitude reminder um, is, uh, you know, a friend will be complaining, oh, and this and that, and it's such frustrating because of this. I'm like, yeah, well, it's because we're so rich. And they're like, What? I'm like, well, I mean, if you think about it, all these problems, I mean, we're focusing on just because we're so well taken care of that the minute our tire is low or some, something silly, you know, it's actually big and important. And yeah. like most of probably 99% of the world would be like, hey, you're really good. Like your life is literally like a king's life on planet Earth. I'm just going to be vulnerable here, right? Maybe I'm the only complainer in this this area. But we do, we, we're so blessed. You know, uh, maybe some of you have said it too. Oh, this trim healthy. I haven't said this trim healthy thing is hard, but I've, but I've gotten frustrated over choices. 
Like, oh, when I go home this afternoon, I could have an email, I could have my sweet potato and cottage cheese, or I could choose to have the sprouted toast with um, tuna on top, or I could have the, or maybe I could have a crossover with the avocado and blueberry whip. And I get so agitated and frustrated because I can't make the choice. <laughs> and, then, and, then and then I've got yes. this enigma, this little, this yeah. little equation in my brain that I can't solve because I'm like, I can't choose between the three options. These are the problems. And then, and then I'm a little bit, and, and then my, my child will come to ask me a question. I'm like, hold, hold on, I'm thinking about something. What am I thinking about? A choice between three amazing meals? Yep. <laughs> Psychopath. Psychopath. I need to realize some people don't even have a teaspoon of white rice. Like, be thankful. Yeah, yeah. These, these, are the, these are the problems that princes and princesses deal with. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's like, well. A lot of our problems. Are, I, not all, I have to have an S meal sometimes and an E meal. And sometimes I get to have a crossover. You get to have a choice between meals? I know, <laughs> right. Serene. I remember we right. did this whole post. You wrote this post once. It's called You Get to Have It. When we first started Trim Healthy Mama because, you I know, remember. it started and you, it, it, people were just doing it. And then we got some people come back right back to us and said, yeah, I just really don't like separating my fats and carbs. And you at the point, <laughs> I think you were nursing or something, you were getting too skinny. And yeah. I said, Serene, all crossovers for you. And it made me mad. Yeah, but, but you – loved some of your meals that were separated. You're like, man, but when I just concentrate on that e-fuel, it's so delightful. Sometimes when I cross over, it's all jumbly gobbly gook and I can't really focus and I want my emails and I'm saying no crossovers for you, Serene. So you wrote this post called You Get to Have It. And so you went through all these delicious you know, single yes. fueled meals and like you get to have it like right the sweet now. Potato I don't. Meal, right? yeah. You get to have this large, well not super large, but a nice, real generous portion of sweet potato. And you get to concentrate on that and it fills you up. And then you've got your, your protein, you've got to anchor it around, right? And, and your little bit of, of fat and then your luscious non-starchies. And it's like, you get to focus on that. But if I have to put a whole bunch of fat on that too, I get so full, I want to throw up. So I have to lessen my sweet potato. I don't get to concentrate on my sweet potato. I feel like, I don't get to have more sweet potatoes. Sad for me. Yeah, and you were being a bit of a complainer in that way, but you were just doing it to show, hey, anything that we have to do at the moment, like, you know, your little issue that you're going through, Danny, you're fixing your gut, you can't eat certain things, and, you know, you will be able to in the end. But it's just with an attitude of flipping it and gratefulness. Here's one thing I want to talk about. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, and I don't want to be judgmental here, you're doing it because you want to better your life. I mean, you wouldn't tune in if you were if you were someone like, no, I'm content the way I am because you want to get better physically, spiritually, mentally, and we're all in this together. And we talk in our living room, and we, as the Bible says, steel sharpens steel. So we make, I, you know, I grow when I, when I hear from others, when I hear from Serene and Danny and others that send me messages and stuff. But I want to say this: I have done this maybe in a few private messages. I've, I, I haven't done it publicly, but. I, I don't want to be judgmental because I have done this. Starting out a, any post on social media or even starting out in a conversation, listen, hear me out. I just need to vent. Okay. Let's hear this. If you're starting your post on Facebook with, I just need to vent, stop. Maybe you don't need to vent. Maybe you need to flip it because you're venting. And you're spewing it all out. Yes, there's an issue. But guess what? There's an answer to the issue and it's your attitude. Yeah. I've had to tell myself this so many times. Oh. Venting is just spewing our attitude about something that's difficult. Oh, Pearl, this reminds me of something. 
we were going through a hard time with one of the writing of one of our books. And it was just kind of like ironing out the kinks between being self-published yes. and using a publisher. That was there was a lot of changes involved in that because we had a lot of people telling us oh, how up. we I'm couldn't listening. do it <laughs> <laughs> and 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 how we had to do it and a lot of um doing things the long way around because we had yeah. to think of how it was done ordinarily in a box right right and it was taking months longer and hours more work and we were busy mums and we're like we have to go through the whole entire book, you're telling me, and re-put them back into order because now they want all the recipes, um, the teaspoon, not TSP. You have to write it all T-E-A-S-P. Yeah. <laughs> and how many, 300 and something recipes, and we have to go do that on some afternoon where, when our children want us to come and watch a, a basketball game or mm. be with them or, you know, it was just, oh, it felt so overwhelming. And um, I remember our brother saying, once these are not problems they're just challenges mm-hmm. they're not problems they're just challenges to be, to to for for you to have fun ways to work around because um he's a manager of a christian band and they were doing this tour where they were uh it's the news boys the yeah, news boys yeah and it was called the big top tour or what was it called pearl i don't know it was but back they, years ago instead right? of um taking the uh, concerts to arenas they traveled around with their own big top tent like a yeah, circus tent yeah that's right and sometimes they would go and be bad weather, and, and the tent blew away, didn't it? Tents were blowing away, <laughs> and they had um, drum machines that that put the drummer upside down, and all this. There was a lot of a lot of situations, and it was almost it would drive a normal person to yeah. like absolute. Um, what do you call it when somebody's a mental Despair. breakdown? Yes. yes. And I remember my mum calling up my, my the same brother that encouraged us and say, "Oh, it must be so hard with all this." And everyone was like, um, maybe like firing themselves, like I don't want to do this anymore because yeah. it's too hard. Like the people they would hire, and he's like, "Oh no, mum, none of this is any problem at all. Just challenges, yeah, yeah, just challenges." And it's exciting to it's exciting to um, get find ways around the challenges. He wouldn't allow her to feel sorry for him. And it helped us out because yes. we were feeling sorry for ourselves. Oh, sorry for ourselves is, is, is a thing that we sometimes all crave. And sometimes, especially on social media, we crave it. There's something too, though, the Bible says weep when those are weeping. You know, if someone is going through a loss of a loved one or something, of course, we weep with them. But there's a difference to that. And just, hey, hear me vent. No, feel sorry for me. And, uh, you know, those are the things when we, we can, we can flip it. We're told to flip it scripturally. Yeah. We're told to not be that. Do you know how I flip to myself it? here. When it, when it gets crazy in my house and mayhem. Yeah. And there's just a lot of noise because our home is, I'm not trying to vent, but our <laughs> wonderful, beautiful home, it's incredible, but it's concrete block and, and concrete floor and high ceiling. So it's like gymnasium. Yeah. So it's a microphone. <laughs> and so you get a lot of children running around and then wonderful, beautiful grandchildren now running around and it just gets loud. Yeah, it gets loud. And and I can sometimes think, oh, overstimulated, overstimulated. <laughs> and, and the more I say that, the more overstimulated yes. I get. But sometimes lately I flip it and say, what about that lady down the road? She's got 45 mangy, mongrelly dogs yeah. yapping <laughs> their heads off. <laughs> and guess what? Not a dog or cat She lover. loves Apparently. it. She's like, here, doggy, 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 this doggy, uh, like this doggy, that doggy. She loves her doggies and it never overwhelms her. Why? Because the devil's not coming after her because – I'm dealing with like eternal souls here and he, and the devil wants me to be miserable. He wants me to complain. He wants me to lose my temper so I'm a bad example in front of my children. He wants the whole the whole family situation to be really 
like mm. not a good place, not a good happy nest. Well, Serene, right? I have- so I've got to flip it and be like, if a if a lady of forty five dogs that's yapping away yeah, can be happy, I like can be seven, happy. But it seems like no, no, it's about forty five. I'm telling you, okay. she I- paints the nails and everything. <laughs> Oh, She's the dog's dog nails. I was like, what is painting her nails? Oh, they're married. Some of them have divorces, her dogs, and oh, she gets them another spouse wow. and all that stuff. Oh, she's one of those peeps. Does she listen to our potty? A few of our neighbors do. No. Okay. Yes, John. <laughs> yes, Dennis. Does any of that need editing? I'm just I don't John. know. No, it's Tim, none of th- Tim, use your own discretion with editing. No, no. All, that. all you Give wonderful feedback, neighbors Tim. who listen to this, it's not you. Don't take that personally. It's not you. <laughs> So, There's a lot of people on the hilltop that now are potty listeners. Hey, listen, so we, we warn people right up front, this <laughs> podcast is us on couches having real talk. You know, if if you need yeah. a political spokesman or statesperson, maybe Serene's not the one you hire. No, Serene's not. You know, By the way, you, I love my family and I love it loud. We know. I'm just being vulnerable. Okay, well, yes, speaking Dan. of high ceilings, I have extremely high ceilings. And not only that, but I am a loud talker. And an entertainer. Even at home, I'm still in the zone. I'm entertaining the family, doing characters, fooling around. <laughs> and all my children, you know how kids are. They want to mimic dad and show him they've got it too, right? Yeah. And so it becomes this nightly battle of who can shout the loudest <laughs> over the other person's voice. Because everybody realizes I'm not going to get to do my entertainment piece if I'm quiet about it. Right. And right. so it can be psychotic. Yeah. And in those moments... Now, don't get me wrong. I have times where I'm like, yep, just going to take a shower. Yep, I'm dirt. I'm filthy. I stink. And I've, I'd better take a 30-minute like shower with deep spa music and tranquil sounds and, and then just hide out a little bit. That happens, okay? But another thing that happens sometimes is the flip it thing. And I never called it flipping it, but... Thanks, Pearl, for flip it. I like it. Yeah. Well, um, the way I flip it with the loud house thing is I picture when all those kids are married and moved out. How sad I picture, and not And not just like that, because I'm still going to have them over all the no, time. No, I know, yeah. but sad for the fact that you may not have enjoyed every moment. Yeah, right. That's, that's the and point. That's, I, that would be the sad well, I, thing. I picture them all gone. I just, all of a sudden, I just, in my mind, I vacuum the house of people. And mm-hmm. I picture like, well, what do I want? You know, do like if where the oxen is full, the the stall yes. is dirty. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, did I say that right? I don't know, I but do. it I've sounded had to good. Use that one for myself too. Yeah, and it's like, you know what, you you know, but from the strength of an ox comes an abundant harvest. That's right. the second part of that, and it's like, you hey, know, you're a good PK too, eh? He's or not, good, a PK. No, you're not, but you're, but he's you're a met, he's a metro. Uh, no, a but he was a youth ghetto. group good, good attendee. I'm, I'm just an old mutt. He went to Bible school, didn't he? Something like that. It was sort of like Bible school. Yeah, youth um, group Bible school. Yeah, another phrase could be spiritual torture. Um, so <laughs> at my house, I will do a little mental image of everyone gone and me flipping alone. <laughs> it's like, and then I hear this voice on my shoulder, what do you want, son? And the reason he says calls me son is because... <laughs> um, one of the greatest father figures in my life um, who's passed on now, his name is Paul Merle, and he always called me son. Yeah. So it's, it's, I've heard actually men say that. And that so now in your you. head, you have a good person talking to you and, it's, and he calls you son he and he gets you son. on the right track. And he always gets me on the right yeah, track. And they, I've actually heard- And for new peeps in the room, you've got to, for new peeps in the room, Danny had five dads, right? Yeah, I had multiple. Yeah, but this yeah. was not one of the stepdads. No, this, this was, was when I was actually an adult. Yeah. No, my meaning, yeah. meaning this was a good thing to yeah. finally have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, and he, um, yeah, he was just a really solid oak tree dude who like, I mean, you know, it reminds me of your dad. Like you already know what he thinks about the issue. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. doesn't really ever change. Like he's no. he's already he was old enough to where he had life down when I met him. And uh, I met him in his 70s. And yeah, he actually heard that before that men will say that when they hear the voice of their conscience or the voice of God, it sounds like their father, which is so important for me as a dad to make sure I'm talking right to my kids. Because the other day I was kind of flipping out on on the group, Um. you know, like somebody would like my daughter took my phone and ran. And I'm thinking that's a thousand dollars. She's about to smash, you know, an iPhone is ridiculous money. And, and I just like grabbed her real quick to stop her. And I was like, Hey, Ansley, you know, I just grabbed her all of a sudden and and it just startled her. And, and she just, man, she started crying. And I was like, dude, I don't want to program her for aggressive male tones. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? I want her to marry someone who's, and she's going to marry someone who, who is familiar like her father. And I want that familiarity to be a strong, gentle, powerful, but. But I a man who speaks tenderly. I agree, but I've got to say something really quick for those that could complain about um, aggressive <laughs> yeah, male since, tones since and we're their there. husbands. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, no, that's the whole other side. Thank super you. Super spotlight. Yeah, no, totally. Up. But just for five minutes, okay, I'm so good. glad that you're about that, Jenny. And that's something that I can be thankful for. And that's so th- great. Good on and, you. And that's for the men to know. Yeah, and good on and you. And I know you got something But as far the as the woman they're concerned, yep. um, your, your children will grow up. And if you if they have a father with uh, with with aggressive male tones but has a good heart, mm-hmm. they'll know his heart. Yes, yeah, they do yes. know. Like his heart. my my husband's dad was a. Was We're a not gruff. talking about bashing I'm here. So I'm so glad you're saying barker, this. But yes. his heart was like he watched chick flicks. Like he loved a good romance, a good sw- like he was just so sweet. He was a teddy bear. And my husband will be like, oh, don't worry, he's just all bark and no bite. Yeah, you know, he was just one of those gruffies that thought it was cool to be gruff. But my point being is, and men have testosterone that sometimes makes a normal comment more gruff sounding than we want it to sound like as yeah. women. Mm-hmm. So I've had to also stop complaining about that with my husband when I'm, I I could be like every three seconds, oh, honey, the tone. gentle, the, the tone. tone. You use yeah, the right tone. Yeah. Inside voices, please. Like, yeah. like, like I'm his mum. I'm so <laughs> glad you're saying it because <laughs> I've, I've actually had to say that to my wife as well. Like while I'm zealously guarding my own tone yeah. and trying to be aware of projecting <laughs> anger. She's helping with you with your tone because yeah, we like, help. It's like, what we do. Yeah, your job is to know that you've got a real man who's raising real men. Right. And he may have a deeper tone and he may bark. There's a time Alpha Dog barks, man. Oh, yes. When when my, when my oldest teenage son sticks his chest yeah. in my face and tells me how it's going to be, just the Alpha Dog bark comes out. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't think about it. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, yeah, dad could totally like it's flatten me in like a second. So, okay. <laughs> and that's important. Yeah. And Pearl said, you know, it's what we do as wives, but it's not what we necessarily no. should do if we want a happy marriage. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's what mm. comes natural to us yes. to help our husbands. Help, yeah. help, 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 help. Help to the point of we're their mother. And if we want to help uh, them, right, Pearl, what do we do? Flip it. Yeah, flip Unhelp it. Unhelp it because. You know, they got plenty of help from their mother. As long as you have a good man, we're not talking about bashes or child, whatever. We're talking about general good man, the man you married. Yeah, Yeah, not the one that chains a child in the basement or (laughs) something like that. Those almost don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Or pulls off his belt and whips you. You're smart enough to marry a good man, so you married a good man, right? So let him be that good man. That's what I'm, I tell myself this because I've helped my husband so much. Honey, can you just speak in a more gentle tone to the boy to the boys? They just really want it, you know, and you don't say you love them enough. And then guess what happens? Oh, guess what? They know he loves them because he is firm with them. And, and, and there's this huge thing. It's so true. A, a man needs to know he's needs to show his love to his children. I agree. You know, back in the 50s when men wouldn't show it or whatever. But, but still, there's something about a man passing on 
boundaries and a bit of gruffness when needed to their children that keeps boys out of stinking jail. Yes. Yes, it does. And it keeps boys growing up to be men instead yeah. of growing up to be these insipid, neutrogender species, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. I How do we get onto that? I don't know, but we're up to our super food fight. Yeah, and a lot of times wives will, <laughs> like, times wives will say though they'll they'll start saying, yeah. "Well, you know, he doesn't really put input into the children anymore, and I wish he I wish he helped out with the parenting more." Well, why is he not? Maybe because we we henpecked them to death, and now they're pulled back because they couldn't do anything right. Yeah, that's that's real. <laughs> as as a male creature. Uh, and then John already knows. He's, he's every time I say stuff, John looks at me like, yup, "John's just sitting there going, yup. this is all true today.' So, so what <laughs> today? So I'm today. preaching to myself, and I'm sure Pearl's preaching her to us. If we want I our am. husbands to be more involved. If we want them to help out in the parenting, maybe we just let them parent the way that they parent. It's a good book. Too, the way, called the empowered wife. I, I suggest. Listen, if yeah. you want to ensnare yeah, like your man, book. it's quite simple. You will ensnare him with sweetness. Mm-hmm. Nagging makes a man run and hide. His showers will take will take longer. <laughs> His bathroom breaks will take longer. Zen showers of thirty minutes. Yes, tranquil and he s- and he will wave space and, sounds. And he will find himself needing to get this job done at work because there's a deadline more yeah. than normal. If you nag and mommy him, yeah, guaranteed. But that usually has to come from a woman. But that's all right, Dan. Dan, you're allowed to say. No, that I can say it because, because it's everyone truth. knows you now. It's they fine. know you're a good. Well, he heart. can say it because it's not his wife that's listening. Yeah, exactly. You can't say that to your own wife, really. I bet you can. It's not going to go over that well. It doesn't. It has no. That's why in the Bible it says, "Older woman teach the that's younger." That's why woman. it doesn't go over well. He doesn't say it. He just <laughs> she just stays out at the job. I get to say it on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> right here at the Safe Podcast. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. Trim Healthy Mama. Superfood. Spotlight. Hey, I hope. Um, you guys have looked at our Hack Your Ground Beef recipe because there we show you how to ta- take ground beef and make a superfood by adding mushrooms. And oh. they are today's superfood spotlight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My children, actually, if they look at a mushroom, they start doing this um, this repulsion, <laughs> like vomit <laughs> movement. It's like they, they can't control it, like they're, what is it with children and mushrooms? I never liked them when I was a little girl either, but now they're my favorite. But I always say, hey, hey, take little Remy on the trampoline. And I send them all out when I'm preparing yeah. my special beef hack that you taught us, Pearl. Mm. They do not know that it's their favorite ground beef. They're like, oh, it's so moist, mum. I love th- this beef you're getting is so yummy. And what you're doing to it, they yeah, don't. So know these it's days, um, I use. For every pound of ground beef, I use a full pound of mushrooms, and my my family do not know. Look at the video; it's called Hack Your Ground Beef. But today, we want to talk about mushrooms in all forms, not just in that, and why you need to put them in your daily fare. If well, possible. first of all, they also pearl they make the meat go farther as far as um, budget yeah. is concerned. Too, they're less expensive than meat. But um, mushrooms are actually your inexpensive inexpensive secret weapon against disease. You know, plain old button mushrooms have shown to boost your type A antibodies, and that's the first line of your immune defense in your gut against disease, and lower inflammation by 50% just after one week of daily eating a few of them. Right? I I love it. 
And when you put those button mushrooms in your beef hack, they yeah. even have a natural plant protein in there. Yeah. So you're actually then like giving a balance it's of a nice the proteins. Balance. Shiitake mushrooms, right, if you want to get those, they have showed a doubling in your killer T cells that fight diseases within just four weeks of people who use them. And this is in studies now. We're going to talk about studies. And they contain high levels of the beta-glucans, Pearl. Those beta-glucans yeah, for fighting powerful. cancer and fighting oh, diseases mush- and anti-aging. I buy them as a supplement. Yeah. Beta-glucan. Beta-glucan, right. Oh, my goodness. Expensive But stuff. you can just eat mushrooms <laughs> yes. and you're getting them in the whole food form. Mushrooms are actually one of your most powerful cancer-fighting foods you can eat on this planet. An Australian study showed that eating just – this is ridiculous, but it's true – a third of an ounce – of mushrooms per day. You know what that is? That's about one button mushroom, right? That's enough to reduce your breast cancer risk by 64%. Oh, so imagine if you eat more. That's just huge. Now, now let's just pare it down to just you've got a cold coming on. You've got a sore throat coming on. You know, what's the old adage? You know, have some vitamin C. Hmm. You know, have an orange. No. I mean, the best thing to do it's just go and gr- have some yummy sloppy joe or lasagna or something that you got your beef hack in. You've yeah. got all those mushrooms. Because it kills viruses and decreases the severity of illnesses for those who are already sick. Mushrooms also, and this is a biggie for all those on a trim healthy meat mama loaf, plan. Meatballs. Yep. And that's why we now I never I never do brown ground beef again without adding mushroom because they help regulate your blood sugar. They help keep you full and they heal your gut. And they're low in carbohydrates and low yeah. in calories. They have this special thing inside them, Serene. Can you explain what this it, it, is? Is it chitin? Like a, yeah, and it, the pre-fiber thing? Yes, it's the fiber yeah. that's indigestible. Yes. Yes, but it actually turns to good bacteria because your body mm. ferments it to, to right. try and deal with it. And it can help you lose weight because it heals your gut and it helps fool you up. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. Talk about a satiating meal. Mm-hmm. Throw the mushrooms in. Yeah. It's amazing. But, you know, and we're just talking about regular button mushrooms. You can get the, the portobellas too and the baby bellas, and that's so mm. fun. The, once you open the door to the world of mushrooms, it's a whole new world because yeah. then you can get into the gourmet, you can get into the reishi, and you can get to the turkey tail, and you yeah. can get into the, the all the yummy ones that can go in your coffee because they kind of taste dark and bittery. Yeah, and that mysterious. would be your do's a powder for that. You wouldn't be putting mush chopped no, mushrooms no, no, it's in a your powder. Coffee. It's an extract. You yeah. order Amazon. Hey, but now we need to talk about how to get the most out of your mushrooms because this has changed why my world, and I learned this from that book. How to Eat Better by James Wong. By the way, Dr. John, not Dr. John, uh, producer John, uh, you might as well be Dr. John because he's he's got his own ideas on health, definitely. Uh, is he coming? Are we doing- Did you contact James Wong and ask him on the potty yet? It's out there. It's out there. Well, it's okay, like Aldi's. We've got, we've got calls <laughs> out to call Aldi's us back. Too. James Wong's sort of a big deal over in Britain. He's not really heard of here, but he's a huge deal over there. Get his book, How to Eat Better. Anyway, I learned from that. And then I did my own study on it. And yes, this is a big thing. Before cooking your mushrooms, put them on a window ledge or somewhere in your house where they get a little bit of sun. This boosts their disease-fighting powers through the roof, right? Fresh mushrooms go from having very little vitamin D to one of nature's highest sources of vitamin D, and it only happens in one hour. You only need to expose your mushrooms like one to two hours before cooking them. And, and vitamin D? 
Yeah. That is a vitamin that cuts through the brain fog. Yeah. That gets, that's anti-depression. That's hello joy as far as the strength of our own bodies can Yeah, do, if you don't right? have a lot of joy, we've been talking about it today. Eat your mushrooms that have been put on a windowsill. Okay. Vitamin D is not very readily available in plant foods. Is it, Serene? It's in eggs. It's in some animal foods. Yes, it's, it's in egg yolks, some cod liver oil and things like that. It's hard like to that. get. It's very hard to get. That's why people take su- supplements and have to go in the sun. Mushrooms are your power source of it, but put them on a window. Okay, Penn, Penn State researchers, look at this. They found that UV light exposure, that's just sunlight, caused butter mushrooms to go from zero vitamin D to 824% of your daily allowance of vitamin D. Basically, they're like sponges in your window, sponging up the, the vitamin D so you don't have to be out there even though you'd love to be. Yeah. Other sorts of mushrooms even went high. Shiitake went from zero to over a 1,000. I oh, see. That's amazing. You know, another thing the sun does, right? It, just relaxing in, a, in the sun helps lower your cortisol. That's mm. one thing that you don't even have to do if you can't, if you're in an office, if you're, yeah. you know, stuck inside all winter. These wonderful mushrooms are incredible at, at their adaptogens. They lower your stress. They lower cortisol. Some more really? than others. Yes, they do, especially the reishi mushroom. But mushrooms in general, they lower your cortisol. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. You can go reishi, you can do shiitake, and all of those. They're very good and they have specific uses. But if you're just on a budget, if you're a budgeting mama, the good old button mushroom is so humble but so powerful. Yeah. Can I just tell you about humble right now? Sometimes we forget about the simple because it's cheaper and because we've seen it and known it. But the button mushroom, like Pearl's saying, it's it's a powerful tool. In the mushroom kingdom, just like we can get all into these new herbs and these way out herbs that are expensive, but the good old chamomile, mm. that's so, so extremely beneficial. So the button mushroom, it's not like it's less. No, it's just not because less. it's around. No. So, hey, mushrooms are life. Then I'll be chilling out in my mind.